0: Welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for showing up. I am Braden Balnapp, and today it is my goal, as well as my guest's goal, to help you face fear as well as overcome trauma. And who better to do that than Tayton Bybee, who has been a sliver away from death. He's a skydiver, base jumper, paraglider, speed flyer, and wingsuiter. Tayton Bybee, welcome to the show. Tayton, welcome to the show, man.
1: Nice. uh, Dude, thank you for having me, bro.
0: It feels like we've been planning this for a long time.
1: Yeah, we have. Yeah. What? Month? Two months? Yeah. I've I've been stoked.
0: And we've met each other. What? Two weeks ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I might regurgitate things that I've already said to you.
0: Yeah. That's all right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Here to make magic, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So you, would you consider yourself an adrenaline junkie?
1: I hate when people use
0: that term. Okay. I'll never use that <laughs> <Yeah>. term again.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost as annoying as <laughs> jumping out of a perfect airplane. Couldn't be me. You know, like the, the perfect early airplane
0: joke Okay. Is. So what is a term that is appropriate to be used? Adventure? Are you, do you love adventure? Like what's a right term to use?
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's a term, but there could be a phrase like pushing the limits of life. I don't know. It's not about the adrenaline. It's about reminding yourself that you're alive, you okay. know, cause you could go through life in just like a rhythm. And it's almost the same thing. Every single day you wake up, you go to work, you eat lunch, you go to work, you get home, you play with your dog, you eat dinner, you watch some TV, you go to sleep and you do it again over and over and over again, where it almost you feel like this is, you're just in like a repetition but with skydiving you land and you get like this oh my gosh like life is precious like I am alive you know like this is real like where I'm living in this moment it's this is like so so real it's it's a weird feeling I don't I don't feel like it's the adrenaline though okay I'm sure there's some people out there that just that are adrenaline addicts but I don't I didn't it wasn't me
0: so what I'm hearing when you say that is these moments that you experience cause you to be very grateful for life.
1: For sure. I was posting some of my base jump videos on TikTok and there was this one girl that was like, I feel like God wouldn't like how how you're living your life and such on the edge and stuff since life is so precious. And it's like, I told her, I was like, uh, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was under the lines of, I, I do this. As like almost a thank you to God. I don't, I'm not just doing this repetition thing. Like I was saying, there's so much more things to explore in this little time that we have. And maybe it might just kill me and make it less. But as long as I'm like living life and living in this biological body of, you know, like an actual body and not just spiritually and in experiencing those senses that we give into or whatever. and, And it's just, it's just really cool. And I told her that and I and, and she read it, and she was like, "Oh, well, that's a different perspective." Like, it's like, yeah, you want to—I don't know—you're here for such a short amount of time.
0: A lot of people now, just as you mentioned, they exist. They go, they wake up, they do their thing, they go to bed. Their days look the exact same. Yeah, and it's important to break out the, of the that matrix of sure. I was programmed to do the same thing every day. Well, for sure. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why not go live some life?
1: <laughs> live some life, but. I feel like I was broken out of that matrix, but you always fall back into it too. So,
0: it and that's the thing is that's part of life, though. Yeah, and for sure, the matrix is all around us. It's hard not to be part of it in some form or another.
1: For sure, sure. Yeah, you always gonna, will be a part of it. Yeah,
0: but God ultimately does want you to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. He wants you to go live on the edge and and explore, bro. And explore these yeah, things. yeah. So my mom. She, and I'm so grateful. So she's a realtor. And I've been able to meet some pretty cool people from just the people that she's learned. Wow, I can't talk right now. The people that she's associated for that reason. Okay. There's this guy named Dwayne. He's made, he's wrote in multiple books. And he's like this modern day cowboy. Not mm. even joking. Cool. Unfortunately, he is on his, I don't want to say deathbed but that is the right word. So he has cancer at this point. But he lived life on the edge, and he always talks about how the times that he was so close to death are the things that made him want to live more.
1: Yeah, dude. It really does, bro. I have a lot to say about that. Um, When I had my two-out situation, which is um, a malfunction in skydiving, when both parachutes, your reserve and your main parachute, were out at the same time, And, um, looking at those, uh, two parachutes above my head, you have a, you snap into a whole different reality. You're scared and all this stuff. And, um, when I landed, I was just so fucking stoked. You're just happy that like, you're still fucking here. It's that simple, bro.
0: Yeah. You're like. You said it when we were hanging out the other day. Like you won. You're like, I I just won that. Yeah. I couldn't die. Yeah. And I won. Yeah.
1: It opens your it opens your eyes for
0: sure. So let's rule this in a little bit. I wanna take it back to before you were doing all of this. Mm. Okay. Were you always that go-getter of I wanna live on the edge. I wanna I wanna live. I wanna be this person no. that's happy to no. be in this world
1: no dude so going through i was i was kind of the matrix dude you know i i, I was an electrician and um uh, i was terrible at school my i turned 18 and i was like dude i think i want to go skydiving and luckily my brother dylan um he was already on his way to get licensed skydiving and he's like tain you should come out and jump with me so i was like okay hell yeah, 18th birthday. 18th Told my boss, "Yo, I'm sick, can't come into work. <laughs> 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 go in there. I, I, I pay, I pay. You know, and I'm, you know, you get those feelings like, holy crap, this is, this is freaking real. And um, I jumped, and it was mostly a blur. You know, when you, especially when you go first time, it's like I have no idea what the hell just happened, because it's just so different than what you've ever experienced. And I was like, I want to go again, but I want to like work on going by myself." And Dylan was stoked because he has somebody else to jump with and stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what that's what started it. But no, dude, I was never just uh, a a kid that that was wanting to do crazy stuff, dude. I was like a I was a nerd, video gamer, and I still am to this day. Don't get that shit wrong. Um, <laughs> but Modern Warfare Two, bro, just came out, dude. When I was a kid, and I played that. Modern Warfare Three um halos yeah i was just i was some nerdy kid dude and yeah that's what i was that's what i was doing i mean i i skated a little bit um bmx a little bit but played basketball played a little bit of football um did gymnastics uh but yeah and boated a lot with my dad but most, mostly it was it, i was just a, you know a little nerd and i i never thought that like i'd 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 skydive for, that's amazing for a job, which was a super dope shout out skydive Utah.
0: So, you started skydiving,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it just evolved into dude. I, I call it the squirrel suit. I think you called it something different. Though, no, it's a squirrel
1: thinking. suit. Yeah, that's the oh, brand. Right. Is a, is squirrel, but it's just a wingsuit. Yeah, okay, bat suit, see. baby.
0: So, how did this evolve over time? You started with skydiving. Mm-hmm. How did this evolve into the, uh, I want to call them different sports, but I don't know if that's the right terminology. It
1: kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Slow, safe progression. Shout out Levi. He was my instructor uh, skydiving and then he ended up becoming my boss. He's a good guy. He's seen a lot of stuff. A lot of people get hurt. He doesn't want to see sky suns is what we, we he's our sky dad is what we used to call him. Get hurt. And so he always said safe progression. And so I jumped a lot. And one thing led to another. I got smaller parachutes. The more I jumped, after 200 jumps, you get to actually record your shit with a GoPro. And why it's 200 jumps is because the lines can get tangled as a tangling hazard. So people want to be experienced to untangle lines and stuff. So anyway, yeah, learned how to pack my own stuff. Able was able to now like record then 250 jumps came around and there's so much resources out there, bro. There's people from GoPro that, that jump there every single day. Um, people from Red Bull, it's just, it's just awesome over there. So you have a lot of resources. And I was like, okay, I want to, I want a wingsuit. And, uh, they paired me up with a wingsuit coach and, and that was it. I haven't wingsuited a lot. I probably have like 25 jumps. So the people that are gangster at wingsuiting, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like I know what I'm talking about, but that's that's the progression. That's fair. Yeah, it's just slow, and I think you should do that with like everyday things, bro. Don't rush it, dude. Enjoy the journey because the journey's gangster. It really is, and I have to remind myself like that constantly. Just live in the moment. And while I was skydiving, I was definitely just living in the moment. I, I, dude, I didn't care if I was rich, dude. You can find happiness and not and not just like being successful. You can. Dude, it's, it's all over the place, but definitely live in the moment. I remind myself that every day.
0: You know what? That just, that triggered something for me. Mm. So we talked earlier about the bots, the, you do the same thing in and out, day in and day out, yes, same sir. thing. Yes, sir. It's plain. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's comfort. Mm. Jumping forces you to slow down. So people Dude. like you and me, I would, I consider myself a very active go-getter. Yes. Going after the next goal. Yeah. And then you get there and then you enjoy it for one second, then you're on to the next thing. Yeah. Yep. And like you say, you need to enjoy the journey. And I need to remind myself of that every day. So I have it on my arm. There my you go. Fa- it's my favorite quote, but it, I need to remind it's, me of it's it. It's hard, day. bro. Yeah. But jumping, I can only imagine, never experienced it before, which I will. Yes. I feel like you're forced to slow down and truly really enjoy the moment. You really are. Because you're not really. Maybe you're thinking of, oh, getting to the bottom, but that's not the...
1: F- that 60 seconds feels like a long time.
0: I feel like I would like to imagine just looking out and seeing that view. That's it's, the fun part, not the ground. It's, it's hard
1: head. to explain it. Yeah, but it's all in your face. Like you can't be thinking about like tomorrow. You can't. You know, there's like, oh, I got to go home and do chores when you're in the plane. No, it's like, it's all in your face. You're so focused. And I have ADHD, so maybe like you guys live like this. But skydiving will focus me in. And then like all the other thoughts are just, and you just actually get to enjoy it. You have to find something you enjoy.
0: And that's why most people live for the weekends or for the holidays is because they get to go do the things that they do enjoy. Yeah. Why do we need to wait for the weekend? Why can't Monday be the best damn day ever?
1: After work, go set a tea time to golf, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just because you work doesn't mean like you can't do anything. You you don't have to just go home and watch TV and then wake up and do it again, you know? Exactly. You can do something else that day.
0: 100%. So <clears throat> you've progressed up to this point. I think it's fair to say at this point you're living life. You're loving yep. it. Mm-hmm. You're loving yep. every jump. hmm Plane right up to the, on the way down to except ba-
1: with base jumping, you have to hike out and that fucking sucks. Or hike <laughs> up. That also sucks. Gets you in shape though, that's kind of cool. But
0: that's fair. Hey, you gotta enjoy the journey. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's so
1: it's so much pain. But yeah, when you do get up there, it's like, oh, it was so worth it.
0: I assume you have to do the same thing with with wingsuits, right? Hike up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have buddies that um dude, Damon Owen, Riker Wallen, bro. Shout out. These kids are, oh, and (laughs) Gabe, too. But uh, these guys wingsuit base, and I've just seen them progress, and they progress slowly, and that's what they're doing now. Fortunately, they haven't gotten hurt, you know, and and they just keep pushing. They keep pushing it, you know. They're still in the game, hardcore, and they have to hike up and stuff, and yeah.
0: So I'm not gonna lie, if I base jumped and I'm like going. I don't know how fast you go, but I'm assuming... I'm just going to say 70 miles an hour.
1: 70? With base jumping or skydiving? With wingsuit. Okay, way more, but yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> way more? Yeah,
1: yeah. How fast? Dude, I think you can go up to like 200 miles per hour. <laughs> Easy.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of scary being right by a mountain and just going two mile, 200 miles. If you're, mile?
1: if you're diving straight down, I'm sure you can get somewhere close to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much like... It's it's all different. You can fly in different ways with the wingsuit. It could be it could be 100 miles per hour. but I do know terminal velocity for an average human with no wingsuit. It's like uh, 125 or something miles per hour.
0: And that's terminal.
1: That, yeah, that's every that's every jump. You'll hit you'll hit terminal velocity in like 10 seconds, 10, 15 seconds after after jumping out of the plane, right? But with base jumping, you're jumping from nothing. See how the plane is like moving already going pretty fast. Now, like, if you're jumping out of a hot air balloon, it'll, it'll take a little bit longer. But, yeah, that's the terminal velocity.
0: That's crazy. Yep. You've lived life up to this point. Fill us in on the pit.
1: On the pit. So after my first big malfunction, like line twists or malfunctions, I guess, but it's like nothing. I was grounded. All I know is I made it out safe. And I was a little current when I went... Uh, jumping for the next time and you if you have three obstacles you should not be doing anything extremely like hard or dangerous right in skydiving you should just jump wait until you're more current that's one obstacle i didn't have my altimeter that day and i had to use someone's dialogue and people are going to freak out while swooping with the dialogue and i know i get it um and then a new drop zone ish and like I, I I've jumped that drop zone plenty of times, probably over a hundred times, dude, After oh, through the three years of, of jumping in the winter. But it's just always a little different. And this is my first time jumping that season. So a um, so new drop zone. That's three obstacles. So I should have not have been swooping. I should have not been doing anything dramatic. I should have just, you know. A lot of people
0: don't know what swooping is. What does that
1: mean? Swooping is when you collapse your canopy for a split second pull your front lines down and you almost enter free fall again under your canopy. So like, and then you turn very aggressively. And the thought is you want to release your parachute and have it naturally recover right before hitting the ground. Saw 500 feet on my altimeter. was like, that's when I usually start my swoop. Did my swoop. It lied to me and it said it said I was at five hundred. I was actually two, fifty. So the ground came pretty fucking fast, <laughs> <laughs> super fast. Yeah, and uh, I, I I broke my femur, this one, this guy right here, my left one. And fortunately, the life flight was just right there. I'm at an airport, so the life light's just like like that's where it is. That's where the hell he is. It's so surreal. I can still remember every detail. But we'll stay here. We'll stay here for hours. But I'm in the hospital, having leg contractions which suck. The the break really didn't even hurt. Came down. I I, I didn't even feel it snap. I just know it's not there anymore because I can't feel it. And I look down when I bounce back up in the air. I look down and I'm probably like ten feet off the ground, and I see it like just disconnected, just doing its thing. And I'm like, oh well. But the the the, the contractions were the worst. Um, I'm in the hospital. I get my surgery or whatever. I am six hours away from my house. After the surgery, I, I end up, tra- I I don't drive back, but my dad, my dad came and picked me up. Shout out dad. Um, yeah. And, uh, the, 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 ride back was the most painful thing in the world. That's when it sucked. Fresh broke break or whatever, got screws and stuff, but every bump was just like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just sucked. It was the most painful thing ever. Um, But the trauma part about this pit. I start recovering, and I want to jump again and stuff, and I have, like, this weird mental block. Mind you, skydiving, it was like a Sunday walk. I didn't even need to think about it, dude. I'd take a nap in the plane. Like, it was nothing. It was, like, me literally just walking. 3,500 feet like this every single time and not look at my altimeter. It was a walk in the park But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, I want to go jumping again. My leg is kind of healed up. It takes a year, but this around here is like seven months, but I can walk on it. I don't know if I can land really well, but I know how to land enough to just basically land on one leg. And um, I sat on that thought for so long, bro. And I just had some block in my head and it wasn't, it wasn't me being scared. It's just like, I couldn't. I couldn't focus on, on the idea of even doing it again. And that was what pissed me off. I was like, I have to make myself do this then. If I'm not like so stoked to go and I have this some weird mental block that I'm, my brain really won't even let me make the connection of like my body skydiving. Like I can't see myself doing it. So it pissed me off. I got in my car, I drove there and, uh my right Riker my buddy um, he's still he's still skyline to this day Um, he's now uh, AFF instructor and a tandem instructor and he did my re-incurrency jump and the plane ride bro was so rough I've never even felt that first time base jumping and I'm like what the hell is going on I used to think that people with PTSD and like trauma and stuff like no this shit's real this shit's... Yeah, it is. And um, shout out to the veterans, bro, because because I bet they have this PTSD to the extreme, seeing their friends get blown up and stuff. That's just... It's just insane. But I'm dealing with this on the flight up, and I'm, like, trying not to freak out. Dude, this, was, this used to be, like, nothing, dude. Like, I'd rather... It was easier to skydive than it was to read a page in a book at that point, you know? And I'm like, why is this like so hard? Anyway, I jump and I force myself, right? I jump and I land and I broke that block. I broke that block and I was like, we got to go again. Cause I know if I leave after that jump, I'm going to fall in that same pit. Sure. So let's make this natural again. Let's go again go again let's go again go again um unfortunately for some reason after you almost fall back in that pit it's like dude it's like almost not curable it's like that's always going to be in the back of your head that that trauma and that ptsd of what happened to you before and i don't maybe i'm a pussy dude i don't know but you're not a pussy at all I just think like there's something in the back of your head that's always there, um, and you're just always going to have to overcome it. It doesn't matter how much times you jump. So I probably have jumped 25 times, which is nothing, dude, I know. 25 times after my break, which was like a year and a half ago.
0: And how many times do you jump before that?
1: It was around uh, 600 times.
0: Just even reference on a general basis to where people can understand pits in your pit on what you're talking about as far as it'll always be there yeah my thought process is yes i would agree veterans shout out to the veterans mm-hmm. deal with the more most I P- i can't even imagine no it's insane I, I our brains cannot comprehend the ptsd that they go yeah they go through and
1: that's why you just have to say i can't imagine because it's really you just like you can't comprehend it as
0: much as i want like i can have empathy for it But I don't truly understand. Understand. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. How you can't like fireworks, for instance, are beautiful to me. And to some of them, they're like death. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it triggers something. Definitely triggers something. So they can't even tell you either. They can't explain it in words on how it feels. When when I was looking at that two out situation that I had, that malfunction while I was skydiving, I can't tell you what I was feeling, but it wasn't fun. It was like, it was dark. It was like, oh, this, like, I'm going to die. Yeah, I don't know. You can't explain it.
0: So here's trauma, PTSD, that I didn't experience at a veteran. And this is going back to my past past when I was a bad boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I used to car hop with my buddies. We would go and steal stuff from Mm. people. There was this, and I actually wasn't here at this time. I was really good friends with this guy. And on his way home to his house, he decided to steal an iPhone. Mm. And it was from a truck. And when he, he brought it to my house to try to, you know, break into it and tear off all the find my iPhone stuff. Yeah. He walked out and he saw his neighbors outside, the person that he stole the iPhone from. <laughs> wow. He left it at my house. And so I actually almost got charged for stealing an iPhone that I didn't steal because they tracked it to my house. Yeah. But besides the point, the veteran, his mom lived there. Son got back from war, moved in with his mom. Yeah. It was his truck. Oh, okay. So he was down at the police station and his mom begged him to not put press charges because he used to actually be in the same situation. Hmm. But he was so pushed to push charges for a long time because he was scared of what he would have done. He's like, with everything that I saw, if I saw any other guy at war stealing my stuff or in a vehicle that was not, it's spendy, over. I would I'm kill at least them. Be, or at
1: least beat the shit out of him. Yeah.
0: So, so he's, he's having he's having scared. the police
1: he's having the police officers handle it so he doesn't have to or feel like he has to.
0: What he was scared was, what if I walked out when they were in my car? What would I have done? Mm. He almost felt like he would have been in con- out of control because PTSD, you really are out of control. Yeah, it's like, what is this? I can't control my body. I can't control my thoughts, my emotions, yeah. my behaviors. I don't know what I will do. And to relate that on a general sense to everybody, it's mentioning that it feels like it'll always be there because it already happened. Mm-hmm. PTSD, trauma, and a smaller sense is maybe you went through a really difficult situation that caused a lot of depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. frustrations. If you're at a happy place, you know you never want to go back. Yeah. And you can correct me if I'm wrong because you have I've never jumped out of the plane, broke my leg, and faced death. Mm-hmm. I've never faced the opportunity to almost die. Mm. That's the truth. Which is good. Yeah. Well... More, I'm not living on the edge as much as I should. One of the two. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Then you can reference this. Is it fair to say that now you are just so much more grateful? (laughs) 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 So much more grateful for when you do jump? Because, for instance, the times that I was deep in the hole of, man, what am I thinking, like, comprehending suicide or thinking that I'm just a burden to my entire family. Those emotions are heavy. I'm so grateful for where I'm at now. More so because I went through all that.
1: I agree. I agree. Because I was so happy, bro. I was surfing couches. I was working on the weekends when I didn't have any cash. Me and my buddy will like, you know, go clean gutters for like a weekend so we could skydive like all next weekend. And it was so much fun, dude. It was so spontaneous and adventurous and so much fun. I didn't, I didn't go back home. Like my mom didn't even know me for like three months. I was just grinding and doing my own thing. I wouldn't have known how happy I was if I had no reference, like my break or any other low point in my life to reference like, I am fucking happy. So you gotta have those, you gotta have ups and downs, dude. Or if you're always happy, you're not. you're not happy. You wouldn't know you're happy. You're just not. Sure. You can't envy it. You know what I mean?
0: So let's start to talk. And I want to go back actually for a moment. The jump that you broke your leg. And I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought you broke both legs.
1: No, luckily I didn't.
0: Okay. Yeah, luckily. For some reason, I thought that. I could have broke
1: my face.
0: I could have done everything. I could have just died, you know? So fill the audience in on what... Because you mentioned a lot of people that got hurt. yeah. I want them to recognize what could have actually possibly happened and how you actually came out very lucky.
1: Okay, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was lucky enough not to have the fastest parachute ever. I didn't have that fast of a parachute, but it was pretty small. Um, but what could happen, um, I can just give you references. Becca, she was so nice to me, bro, and I had cried for for weeks dude especially right when it happened I, I cried all night and I went home to Lauren we just moved in together and I just like fucking broke down on my knees dude I was like what the fuck um, she was she was a skydive instructor I'm sure she has over at least 2000 jumps it doesn't matter how good you are at skydiving swooping is a freak accident you're just gonna get hurt she is paralyzed from the neck down now um so that can happen. That can happen easily. Um I don't want to say what else happened cuz I don't want to be wrong. You know what I mean? To respect for her. Um and also another buddy he had a face surgery. He broke both of his femurs his pelvis. His face shattered his face. Um but he, he, his spine was okay. He was in critical condition, I think for a couple of days. Um, but yeah, he survived, but he could have easily died, bro. Um, I've seen a girl, I don't know her name, but um, she, she went in and she didn't have that. She didn't have a fast parachute either. She had a way bigger parachute than I had. And uh, she slammed her face in, she slammed her feet first. Cause it's always, it's always her knee. It's always your knees or your feet first, as that's why your, your femur just snaps off, basically, just tch, tch, like it's nothing. Um, but after the knee, it's, it's then it's your face, right? So it's knee and then and then you're just whipping your face in the ground. She was like choking on her tongue and she couldn't breathe. She was coughing up blood and stuff. Luckily there was an ET guy, EMT guy on the drop zone that ran over to her, took her helmet off. But my brother was there, they couldn't see her face the visor was covered in blood. So it was just, awesome. and she was just moving a little bit. So they're like, oh my gosh, she's still alive. Like we got to fucking, we got to hurry up and do this. I don't know the guy that was the EMT, but gangster dude, um, ran over, opened her mouth, did something with her tongue or whatever and got her back to, to breathing. And then, then she was life lighted away. This happens very often. And so Levi, uh, our skydive dad, was always so like slow progression, guys. Like it's like it's not worth it. You don't know what I have seen. It's not worth it, but yeah. Um I got super lucky. Cuz if it was a couple more seconds before I started this swoop, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. So. That's there you go. a huge blessing. Very, Very huge. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. The fi- I don't I don't like to think about the feeling of like how lucky I am because it's like you're st- it's like it's cool because you're like you stole them from the universe. So I'm like, but I don't like thinking about that because there's so much trauma and negative um, emotion to to that thought. Where it's like, dude, I like I could be dead right now. That's like that's not anything I want to you know really think about. But
0: you know what, that just triggered in my mind. Mm. Is it luck or is it just God's will?
1: I feel God. I feel God when I think about that. I, I feel God in, in that, those situations, dude. On both of those, someone, someone had to be, someone had to be helping me, especially with the two out, bro. I, I'm not gonna lie, I froze for a bit. I froze for a bit, and you can see on uh, my brother's side of the view, he's seeing me with two outs, and he's screaming at me, almost in tears. Cut away! Cut away! He's, he's, he's pulling his front lines and just trying to get to me. Um, that's the most, the, the effect that you have on other people for your dumb choices, that perspective is way worse than me actually looking up at those two parachutes. Fuck whatever I was about to say. When I was looking at how I affected Dylan, when he was looking at me, dude, Holy shit! It crushed my heart more than more than than what I was going through in that situation. Sure. So
0: well, it's almost as if he wished he was where you were at, dude. Really? He landed
1: right next to me, dude, and we just we just hugged. We just hugged for for a while, and it was. I had to tell him, bro, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. But yeah. the 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 fact that when people even commit suicide and stuff they don't see they don't see the the back end of their actions and I was able to see the back end of my actions and I, I take it away or if I can't take it away I wish Dylan wasn't there to see it my brother sure so yeah
0: it's good to have love is an amazing thing in this world yeah sure you don't want them to experience it but that hug will forever be remembered yeah, for sure. So yeah. there's a silver lining. I have a
1: recording of it too. So I can always look back at it, but I, I don't ever like to look at that video.
0: Sure. But I do like that you say luck. In, You know what? Luck. I'm just going to say it. Luck does have a negative connotation. Nothing is luck. And sure, the more you do good things, you could say the luckier you get because you have more opportunity to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm concerned, it was 100% God's will that you're here. It's yeah. not luck. So yeah, lucky that you're here. Mm-mm. There's a reason that you are sitting right here, right now. Yeah, and
1: and maybe it's to to tell a story, um,
0: or save somebody else.
1: Save somebody else.
0: Yeah. So coming back to swooping, so here's a question: You mentioned swooping is not a good idea, even because you could do it a two thousand times, three thousand, ten thousand, or one hundred. Yeah, you're always chance of getting hurt. Yep. For sure. Do you think that swooping is appropriate as long as you're doing it above ground?
1: I don't think swooping... I think swooping is stupid. I don't think anyone should do it, but...
0: Even if you're not doing it on the ground part? Yeah,
1: yeah, still. Okay. Yeah, because you're still still 50, 50 feet. That's like three seconds.
0: So just one minor mistake can still be the difference between life or death. Yeah. Yeah, or
1: yeah. Changing it, your life. A hundred percent or changing your life, yes, yes. But again, you're so hyper aware in those situations where three seconds does feel like 30. You know, you're always like looking, you know, you're just making sure, okay, this is my landing. And you're just, yeah. But sure. but again, yeah, no, I don't think anyone should do it. I don't think it's worth it. A lot of people do until they get hurt. And when they get hurt, they're like, what the fuck was I doing? That was dumb as hell. Like, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather be doing something. I'd rather be wingsuiting. And that's just my personal opinion, but.
0: Of course. So let's transition over to trauma just for a second. Yeah. What I'm hearing when you were talking about your past and how it was hard to even be in the plane to the jump. Yes. Is how you, and I think we can both agree that you're not necessarily a trauma expert, but you certainly know what your experience was like. Yeah. Is it fair to say that you overcame trauma by just doing the thing that was the hardest thing in the Dude. moment? Dude.
1: If we're talking about this, I'd like to talk about fear, too. Please. And how, okay, because this is what I really, really wanted to talk about. Fear and um, trauma. Yeah, that's hard. But you got to push through it because there's so much better things in life. On the other side of fear, dude, you really got to push that fear because fear is actually such a useless emotion. Okay, it's a good emotion if you're you know back in the cave days and you're getting chased by... uh, a tiger or something like cool, but like who who needs fear in these days, day and age? All it does is it just takes you from being your your full atten- potential, right? It's it's useless almost, dude. Like yeah, okay. If I, getting chased by I don't know army and and, and stuff and like war and stuff is good to like be hyper aware of fear and it, you might be able to use that as a tool, but as a normal citizen. Especially in the United States, fear is such a cr- not the opposite of a crutch. It's a it's a wall that people have to face every single day. And on the other side of fear, it's not that bad. Do my sister has social anxiety and has to have somebody come with her to go to the store or go get nail nail stuff for her nail business? Right? It's like, but if she when she does finally get out and he, she does it herself, she's like, that's nothing. It's such an, a useless emotion, and if you can just ignore it, that's that's my advice. Or whenever it arises, dude, you got it. Yeah, you got to kill it. You got to completely kill it. Don't listen to it. Keep doing what you were doing right before that fear entered your head. Every time, that's my that's my advice right there, dude. Because fears hides the most coolest shit behind it. Thousand percent. And. Same thing with trauma, dude. I was doing something over and over and over again with zero fear, and I get hurt, and now it's the hardest thing to fucking do. In my brain, that makes sense, but when I'm saying it out loud, it makes zero fucking sense. Zero sense. You just gotta, you just gotta push through it, bro. It's hard. It's hard, especially with the trauma and the PTSD. I mean, fear—that's easy to overcome. Maybe easier than f- uh, for others but you just got to ignore it. Even being on a cliff base jumping, you don't think I'm fucking about to shit myself. Everyone shits, dude. It's base jumping shits. You're up there and you're 400 feet up in the air and that's it though. Like that's not a lot. That's not a lot. You want to go shit. You have like a little base jump shit bush that everyone shits at because everyone's shitting their pants. (laughs) You got to be okay. You know, like you got to just ignore it. Everyone's fucking scared. Everyone like... Just always push it, dude. Always.
0: 100%. So what I'm hearing. Okay. I'm going to backtrack on this for for a second. Yeah. Basic psychology. Yeah. Past experiences Mm -hmm. create current thoughts, which create your emotions, which create your behaviors, which create your result in life.
1: Okay. Okay
0: emotion is just a calling emotion equals motion yeah. motion equals emotion when you jump you feel bliss yeah you took a you, your emotion of jumping created bliss yeah are you, are you are
1: you are are you are you trying to say that like the more emotion it, that that comes from like a step in life on the other side is more bliss
0: what i'm trying to say is what is your fear calling you to do because that emotion mm. is really just calling you to do something with your life. Yeah. Dude, so if you're fearful yes. of it.
1: 100%.
0: What is that fear calling you to do? So let's just reference general fear and anxiety in people's lives. Okay. Let's call it social anxiety. Just because you brought that up. Yeah. Let's say somebody has fear of going to the store alone. Is your fear calling you not to go to the store alone or is your fear calling you to, go to the store? It's definitely
1: calling you to go to the store. Alone? I would agree with you.
0: Because that voice in your head, everybody started to make this voice in their head as a bully, as a bad thing.
1: Oh, dude. It's just
0: telling you the truth.
1: Yes. And I have, I have fear of going to the drop zone, but that is myself telling me, dude, you got to go to the drop zone. And for some reason, I'm thinking that that's just some negative guy in my head telling me that. That's dude. That is crazy.
0: So. Do you know how starting a podcast, I started by myself with a blue couch with this, with this picture out here that you'll yeah. have to take a look okay. at in the back of my, it was the shittiest looking podcast ever. <laughs>
1: Dude, who cares, bro?
0: Yeah. That first podcast, do you know how scared I was?
1: Shaken, probably.
0: I didn't even want to get on camera and I wouldn't have if it wasn't for her. Nice. She's, a, she's amazing. Yes, for that. she is. Cause I wouldn't be where I was at without her. That's awesome. I wouldn't have done my first podcast if it wasn't for her because cameras scare the shit out of me.
1: It's so uncomfortable. I would, dude, I was, I pulled out my, uh, a camera for, um, just, just to record golf and stuff. And the buddies, right when I pulled it out, different vibe it's not goofy anymore. It's not goofy. It's not fun anymore. It's serious. It's like, we gotta, we gotta, I can't slice this ball on the other fairway, bro. I gotta, I gotta be like Tiger woods now. And everyone's just like focusing up, you know what I mean? I it's like, dude, it's just a GoPro. It's cool. Exactly. I proceed to birdie that hole, by the way.
0: Let's go. Hell yeah. So my point being is my voice was saying, you're not, you're not good enough to do a podcast. What, what are your results? why are it's you rough. capable of doing a podcast i'm a coach i still have negative thoughts most people look up but is that
1: that's the fear them. thoughts though so are you so what you were saying you're you're, you're pushing those thoughts you're like it's telling me the fear is telling me dude you're not good enough to do this that's why you push that so look, boundary.
0: let's be honest and like look at results was i good enough to start a podcast Absolutely not. I've never done it before. So I wasn't good enough. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Because everyone starts at the beginning. What that voice was telling me is, you need to go and do a hundred podcasts, become the best damn podcaster, and then you'll feel good enough.
1: Yeah. You're flipping it, bro. Yes. It's free motivation.
0: It's my best friend now. Yeah. If it's telling me I'm scared to go speak on a stage, what it's telling me is, I need to go be the best damn speaker. I need to go learn how to be the best speaker I can.
1: Oh be. my God. That is, that's brain hacking right there, bro.
0: This voice in our head that's negative, it's your best friend.
1: It's your best friend.
0: Wow. So, fear, it's just a calling to do something, it's not telling you not to do And I might have needed that.
1: I, a different perspective on how to, how, how, a different approach on how to, uh, uh, push myself, even though I've done it a hundred times or whatever, I, it's a, it's different now, but that advice, I can feel it. it, it it'll help.
0: And I, I had just had this thought because we're talking about fear and trauma. Mm. Fear is the fear of the unknown. You don't know yeah. what can happen. True. Trauma yes. is the fear of the known. Dude, <laughs> that
1: is crazy. It is true. Because when you're on that cliff, you don't know if you're going to have a 180. Base jumping, by the way, a 180 is when you're jumping and your parachute opens up the, r- the wrong direction, and now you are facing the cliff, and you're about to slam into it. And 180s, they're not known. It can ha- anybody can have a 180. You can be the best packer in the world, and all of a sudden you just have a 180, and then that might just be you're done. Just depending on what cliff and stuff, like how smooth the cliff is, how negative or positive it is, like cliff like this or the cliff like this, right? How much spacing you have, wait, wait, all this negative, negative is like is like when it's going into itself. So you almost have like a diving board. Okay. So when you're jumping, you're further away from the wall, okay. and then positive is like you're gonna have to jump, and you're gonna be closer to the wall when it opens up. So it's less time. Okay. When that parachute turns a one eighty, and running into it. Sure. So this is all unknown. So that's that's where the fear comes from with base jumping is the fear of the unknown. I have no idea what's going to happen. I could jump and I could be totally fine or I'm going to jump and this is going to be terrible. Okay. It could be the best thing in your life or it could be the worst thing in your life. It's, it's high risk, high reward type, type, type shit. Sure. But that's where the fear is now. Because I didn't know where the fear was kind of coming from. But now that's awesome that I can like pinpoint, it's the fear of the unknown. And then the trauma is the fear of the known, which is what is has happened to me. Super lucky, what has happened to me. And being like, I know this can happen again. That's crazy. That's awesome. Because I was always wondering why I'd I, I feel fear after doing it all the time. And everyone still gets complacent and stuff and, and, and they're more comfortable with the unknown feeling. And um that's when people start getting even more hurts because there's no voice talking to them. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that was that's
0: that's crazy you come up with that <laughs> just barely dude I'm just recognizing sh- <laughs>
1: no yeah right re- that's that's really it you must be listening a, a ton to me and, and and actually like recognizing my points and, and what i'm saying but like that yeah that's dude, what
0: i heard from you that
1: that's, that's amazing because i i didn't know i had no idea you're really good at that <laughs> you're good at like listening and like I can't believe you just came up with that on, on, on the experience that I've had, but I've lived those experiences and I haven't been that aware enough to pull that, those, those, that information out, you know, to help me out. So thank you. I appreciate that. It's powerful. Dude. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Magic happens right here. Yeah, dude. Yes,
1: sir. (laughs) This is a magical place, baby. (laughs)
0: Amen. So what I'm hearing, trauma, fear is to do it anyways. It's For a sure. call. The emotion of the trauma, the emotion of fear is a call to do it. And at the end of the day, whether fear or trauma, it's just allowing you to be more aware. This is a possibility, mm-hmm. and this is how I can overcome it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, That trauma saved your life, bro. Yeah, it did. Because without it and without experience that, you might have just done like something one done last it. time. Yes, sir. And yes, so sir. this fear and trauma is a positive thing. It's a beautiful thing is just allowing us to be more aware of how to proceed forward in building our dream life. All right. We're done. <laughs> <Just> yes, <doing>. <laughs> sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That was sick. Yeah. So, man, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. No, really. thank you. Seriously. I appreciate this has it. It's been amazing.
1: No, this has been awesome.
0: People are going to get a lot of value from this. And someday you might even show your kids this podcast.
1: I hope so. It, there's one thing that you need to remember is push that fear, bro. Go through it. There's always good shit on the other side. That's all I'm saying, bro.
0: Love it. So you're a really powerful person. And I really, someday, I know you, you, I know you see yourself as an amazing person, but I really hope someday you see yourself through Lorna's eyes or my eyes because you're an amazing person.
1: Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. I really mean that. well, Thank you.
0: Of course, so, I appreciate
1: this podcast, bro. This is this is awesome.
0: <laughs> Thank you, appreciate that. So, how is it? I or the audience can serve you. Serve up me, dude just Just follow
1: me on Instagram. Just just watch for the next thing because I'm gonna take the advice that I had from this podcast
0: and I'm gonna push it. So love it, and I'll drop your Instagram below cool. as well. Now, at the end of the day, one question, last question. Yeah what's your definition of a prosperous life
1: it's not money for me it's not uh, definitely not uh, feeling like people see you and they're like oh that guy's successful it's not that either it's being it's being happy and being loved it's dude it's being loved if it is with a family if it is with a beautiful dog or a beautiful girlfriend or it's being it's being loved and being respected those yeah being loved and being respected is is my prosperous life
0: love it that's powerful do you have any more words for the audience today anything
1: you guys are gangster and that's it (laughs)
0: love it with that in mind thank you so much for showing up today i hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon